Parker Fox joins the show, and it's going to be one you do not want to miss. Be sure to hit subscribe, and let's get it going. Hey, you are no locked happens, on Golden Gophers. No matter what we're going to do here, we're just going to keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota uh, Golden turns out, Gophers. Whatever turns out, we're just going to keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. You're listening to Locked On Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Kane Robb, host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant here to talk Golden Gophers with you each and every day of the week, Monday through Friday. Today, we have a special guest that you're absolutely not going to want to miss, but first, Hit subscribe down below on YouTube to be sure you don't miss any of the videos moving forward and find us wherever you get your podcasts at LO Golden Gophers, aka Lockdown Golden Gophers. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. Now today, our guest also has a podcast and I want to be sure to shout that out before we dive in. It is the Double Down Podcast. I will have a link in the show notes below. Be sure to give it a look and go check out those shows as well. But wait no further. We're jumping in today with Gophers basketball player Parker Fox. You're listening to Locked On Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we got a special guest for you. People have been calling for it on Twitter for months now, and we made it happen. So I'm excited. Former Northern State Hooper and now current Golden Gopher, Parker Fox is joining us. Thank you for taking the time, Parker. Appreciate you having me on. One podcaster to another. It's uh, It's exciting to be here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, we're going to jump right in. And so you played at Northern State. You are on a championship tier program in the NSIC, which I'm familiar with because I actually coached over at Minot State on the football side of things for a little bit. But what drew you to Minnesota when you entered the portal? You, I know that other coaches were all after you. And so what drew you to staying home? Yeah, no, it was a it was a pretty overwhelming experience. You know, I um, I knew I was a pretty good player. I knew I was going to you know attract a decent amount of attention, but I didn't think it was going to be what it was. Um, you know, I basically heard from, you know, everywhere in the country and it was I was very fortunate uh, to have that opportunity. Um, but I think at the end of the day, I just I, I knew where I wanted to go and I, and I knew I wanted to go home. Um, and it was really when when Ben Johnson told me, um, he said, imagine going somewhere else and then thinking what it would be like not being at home. Uh, and then that clicked. I was like, yeah, that's 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 it right there. So I called him up and, and told him I wanted to be a gopher and uh, definitely one of the happiest days of my life for sure. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. With that, just off the cuff, what was the hardest school to turn down when you did decide to go to Minnesota? Which one do you look at and you're like, man, I can't believe this offer came in, but then, you know, home is home. Yeah. I had a, I had a great relationship with coach McDermott at Creighton. Um, I also, I also had a great relationship with coach Adams at Texas tech. um, And then as well as TCU. So I think those were kind of uh, some of the ones, but uh, coach McDermott and me had a, had a pretty good connection. um, And so that was a tough one turned down uh, just because, you know, good conference, you know, good school, uh, good basketball program. Um, And as me, as a, as a big college basketball fan, um, you know, it was, it was hard to turn some of those coaches down, but I think at the end of the day, like I said, I, I knew where I belonged. I knew where I needed to be uh, for the next step in, in my life. Absolutely. And we're happy you're here. I can speak for everybody in Gophers Nation when it comes to that. So we're glad you made the choice you did. Now you were on the squad last year and you saw the vast change of the roster 
firsthand. You were on the team. And so I want to talk about the new faces on the team and tell me what stood out to you about guys like Talon Cooper or Dawson Garcia or Torres Samuels when they first got here to now. Yeah, you know, it was, um, you know, like the, the year previous, um, we had we had such a great locker room. Um, I think the guys that are in our program and, and people that were, you know, connected to our program knew how special our locker room was. So I think um, that was a key piece for this next squad uh, that Ben Johnson wanted to bring in, you know, guys that are just solid locker room guys, guys that you like being around. You know, I think uh, people don't know uh, how much time we spend around each other. Uh, but basically, it's it's all day every day. So if if you don't like somebody in there, it it gets a little tough. But um, you know, it's it's easy for us because because we really have the, have a unique relationship with with everybody. Um, you know, guy like guy like Dawson Garcia, I can't talk you know highly enough about Dawson Garcia. Um, you know, he's a tremendous talent. You know, obviously has you know so many awards and accolades behind his name. You know, he could have. He could have easily came into our locker room with with arrogance and and with pride and and been made it about himself, but that's the opposite of what he did. He came in and uh, he's a phenomenal teammate. He's a phenomenal dude outside of, of the court. Um, and I can you know go down the list. You know Talon Cooper. Right. He's the, you know same deal. You know he's he's a guy who was top of the list in the country. He could come in and be like, hey, I'm coming here for a year and, and going to be done. But you know it's the opposite of that. He's he's come in and he's built relationships with with all of us. And um, you know I think from the top down, uh, guys like Torres. From the top down, it's just it's the kind of uh, people they are um, is is more important. Um, And I think it's uh, it's special because we have such a unique thing and I think we're building it the right way. And I think that's that's what's important. Right. Awesome. Love to hear it. And I know Minnesota fans are stoked to see you out there on the floor in the future, too, and truly can't wait. But for you, how has your approach changed when it comes to leadership, not only being able, not being able to play, but still coach up your teammates, coach up so many freshmen that are on the floor for the first time and haven't experienced this level of play. Yeah, I think, um, I think I've always been a natural leader, um, you know, just by the nature of, of my upbringing, you know, playing, you know, football, basketball, soccer, doing track, like I was, you know, always in, you know, team sports, you know, tracks individual, but for the most part, team sports, and I learned how to, you know, work within a team and, uh, you know, my, my parents taught me from a young age that leadership is a, you know, super important quality to, to have not only as an athlete, but, you know, as a human being. So, um, but it's definitely changed, you know, it's, it, it makes it a lot different when you're not out on there on the court. You know, I think oftentimes uh, when we're out on there on the court, you can kind of lead by example, you know, you mm-hmm. can, you can show your effort, you can show your enthusiasm, you can show your energy and, and that kind of can, uh, you know, be contagious to your teammates and guys that are on the floor with you. Um, but now being off the court, uh, it makes it a little bit more tough to have it be kind of an infectious energy. Uh, it more has to kind of be a, a teaching deal. Um, and, and that's a credit to our guys too. You know, I think, um, you know, they could come in and they could, you know, come in with, you know, all the arrogance in the world, but instead they come in and every single day and they, and they want to be taught and they want to be coached. And uh, they look to me as a guy who's obviously been through it, you know, been, been playing college basketball for five and a half years now. Um, you know, I kind of know some of the, the ins and outs and, and, and they run to me, you know, a guy like Pharrell Payne, he's, he's always, he's always coming to me and asking me about different things and, and trying to get a little, you know, coaching advice. And, um, you know, actually when I, when I tore the second one, I remember Ben, you know, coming to me and telling me, he was like, um, you know, I want you to just stay, stay connected, stay a part of this, um, you know, watch extra film with us as coaches, you know, be, be kind of a, you know, extended version of an assistant coach to, to our roster. 
and that's what I've tried to do. You know, I don't, I don't need, it doesn't need to be seen in, in front of everybody, but you know, little things in the locker room, you know, when, when there's a little adjustment that I see that we can make to, to better our success, you know, bringing those little things up. And I think, uh, you know, it's a credit to the guys because they're great listeners and, and they want to, they want to get better. So it's uh, that's an important aspect of it as well. No. And I love that. I love that insight. Cause people don't think about everything that goes with it. Like a lot of people haven't played college sports and don't understand, like you said, how you guys are together at all times, like all the time, there's no breaks really. So even the experience and the leadership that you're able to bring at any given point goes a long way. So that will be a great insight for the listeners. Now you mentioned at the beginning of the show, um, us podcasters, which means if you don't know fans, Parker has a podcast as well. I've got a few of the shows. I love the perspective he brings. The podcast is called the Double Down Podcast. But let the listeners know what sparked your interest in the podcast and what they can find there when they tune in. Yeah, so, um, you know, I'd love everybody to go listen to the Double Down Podcast. Uh, it's something I started. I'm 14 episodes in. Um, basically, every single episode, I'm, I'm, you know, targeting some sort of uh, athlete, whether it's, a, you know, a former athlete or, or a current, you know, college or professional, um, basically an athlete that has kind of gone through some sort of hardship, um, you know, whether it's a, whether it's an injury or whether it's, uh, you know, some, you know, family issue or some sort of adversity that, you know, led you to, to having to take some time away from the game. Um, and, you know, it obviously started from my own injuries. Um, you know, I, I've never kind of, never kind of been a person that that um, really wanted to talk about the mental side of sports. You know, I, mm -hmm. I always knew it was important to be a mentally tough player, but I didn't know uh, what it looked like to get to that point. And I didn't know um, the things that people go through um, on right. a day-to-day -day basis, you know, not only as, as athletes, but as humans. And, and sometimes the things that happen to us as humans can affect us and can creep into the basketball court or creep into the, you know, playing field. And um, basically my podcast just takes the opportunity to, to look at that and, and to talk about it and, and to see uh, what we go through as, as athletes and as, as human beings and uh, how it's, you know, it's so much bigger than the little game we play. And it's so much bigger than um, the sport that, you know, all these fans get to come out and watch and uh, just basically showing and telling the listeners that uh, it's important to prioritize your mental health um, because if, if you don't it's uh it's going to be a long road and it's going to be a tough one so yeah it's uh it's definitely something different it's uh, a lot different than mainstream uh you know kind of sports media but uh you know i've had an awesome time so far and i've had some pretty amazing guests that share some pretty cool insight and there's you know there's a lot of really cool stories that come out of it as well so i'm definitely blessed to have the platform that i do to uh, you know, portray that message. Right. It's an extremely unique perspective. And I think if you're listening right now, pause this podcast and go over there and make sure you hit subscribe on YouTube and follow it because he's doing great work over there. I love it. I enjoy it. And I know you will too, but it also got me thinking. So when it's all said and done on the basketball court, whenever that is, whether it's two years from now, 15 years from now, is that uh, route you want to go as uh, sports media broadcast or are you interested in coaching or what are you looking towards doing when it's all said and done yeah you know sports has consumed my life um, you know I'm, I'm a sports person you know I, I watch every game there isn't there isn't a time where sports isn't on the tv like if, if you know me it's it's sports you know it's uh, I love them all so uh, definitely like you said staying in sports you know I never I never even really considered the broadcasting route until I started the podcast um, you know, I've always um, took pride in, you know, my speaking ability and, and you know, my kind of my sports memory. So I think it's something that uh, could be a route. 
but I know I've always kind of uh, had the interest of, um, you know, being in a front office or being an NBA executive. That's kind of, that's kind of always been my dream. Um, you know, the, the little, obviously basketball is my favorite sport and, um, you know, the little ins and outs of basketball that people don't kind of see in, in, in the public eye has, has really been my interest. So, you know, broadcasting, you know, that, that brings up that opportunity as well. So, uh, definitely staying in the sports world, but the more I've done these, uh, my podcasts and the more I've kind of, you know, sat down and, and seen and kind of actually listened to, uh, broadcasters and, and how it works as, as a whole, as a unit, it's, uh, it excites me. So definitely something that I'm considering, but, uh, we'll see how it goes and we'll see where it goes but uh, i definitely got to give this basketball thing a, a little bit more shot for sure before we oh get to for sure point. absolutely <laughs> absolutely no doubt today's show is brought to you by friends of the show linkedin jobs as a small business owner or hiring manager you know that success in 2023 depends on the team members you surround yourself with that's why you have to check out linkedin jobs LinkedIn jobs, you can hire quality candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the skills, values, experiences to help you achieve your goals. LinkedIn jobs helps you quickly attract qualified candidates to your open jobs with targeting tools. They go beyond resume data by using insights from your job post, company, and their 875 million member profiles to put you in front of the most qualified candidates. And they make it easier to screen and rate applicants based on your job qualifications all in one platform. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one when it comes to delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. So head on over to linkedin.com slash locked on college to post about your job for free today. Again, that's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post about your job for free terms and conditions apply. All right. So let's learn a little bit more about Parker, uh, the athlete and your interests off the court and whatnot as well. So you talked about sports. You talked about it being a huge thing for you. Do you have a favorite team in the NBA? I know you're a Vikings fan, and we're not going to talk about that right now because we're all recovering from that one. But NBA wise, do you have a favorite team? Yeah. So I, I you know, I'm a Minnesota kid through and through. Um, so you know, I've always been a Timberwolves fan growing up, going to Timberwolves games. So Timberwolves are definitely my team. Um, but the more I've grown in basketball, the more I've I've loved to, um, you know, we watch. Me and, me and Jamison battle, we watch League Pass every single night um, and whether whatever game's on, uh, we'll turn it on. So, um, you know, I, I don't want to call myself a Warriors fan because I'm definitely not a Warriors fan, uh, but I just I love good basketball, you know, and I love watching uh, them play the stuff that Steve Kerr uh, runs and, and the kind of offense they run is, is really fun to watch. Um, but then I'm a LeBron fan till I die. So LeBron's my guy. So I definitely watch a lot of Lakers as well. So those kind of those three teams are the teams that are on the TV the most for sure. I feel that. I feel that. And I am a LeBron fan as well. I feel like we could do a whole podcast on how he still doesn't get enough credit for what he's yeah. done in his career, but we'll, we'll save that for another time. Now, um, I recently got a tattoo back in April of 2022, and now I just want more. So I'm yeah. curious, do you have any tattoos? And if so, do you have a favorite one? I don't, I don't have any tattoos. Um, okay. You know, definitely I've kind of, I've always thought about, uh, well, for the past couple of months, I've thought about um, getting my double down logo uh, right above my right knee. Uh, I haven't okay. gone through with it right yet, but, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see where it takes me. 
for sure for sure all right we have to mention your brother who's been popping off at the d3 level as well for uw stout averaging 26.4 points per game 4.4 rebounds and dropped 70 on greenville in november so i'm going to ask you it i'm not going to ask you to talk up your brother i'm actually going to ask you something i don't know if you've ever been asked before which is what is one thing you would take from your brother's game and add it to yours plus what do you think your brother would want to take from your game and add to his Wow. That's a, that's a great, I've definitely never been asked that before. You know, I think, <laughs> I often think times when, you know, you talk about your siblings, you, you definitely try to talk about. So uh, that's a great question. Um, I think I'd take my brother's poise. Um, and this isn't even a skill, but it's um, kind of how he acts on the floor. He's, he's a very level-headed kid. He doesn't let his emotions bring him too down or too high. Uh, and, you know, you can see that with the way he's playing this year. You know, he's, um, you know, scoring the ball. You think he's leading the nation scoring. Um, and that's obviously great, but he does a lot of the little things as well. Um, and he's very poised when he does it. And I think in in vice versa, I think he would kind of maybe want to add some of my um, my energy. Uh, you know, we talk about the poise level and uh, something that I've gotten better at my game. You know, I'm a very emotional player. I play with a lot of high spirit and high energy. And if you, if you see me play, there isn't a play that I don't think I can make, whether it's, you know, diving for a ball or trying to get a block or get a dunk or something like that. And Brody's the same way, but he's he's more of a, a level headed guy. So I think um, he would maybe want to add some of my my energy and, and my enthusiasm for the sport. Um, so I definitely think. I definitely think they're two two good two good deals, uh, but it's just you know the difference in in our personalities kind of brings that out on the court as well. Right, love it, love it. All right, quick hitting questions for you, and then we'll talk more specifically about the locker room and the Gophers in general. Yeah. But favorite food spot in Minnesota? Oh man, that's tough. I well, you know what's crazy is it used to be Stella's um, up in Uptown, and then they recently kind of just shut down with the little mm-hmm. rat problem. So. I maybe shouldn't even mention that, but uh, I'll definitely go. <laughs> I definitely go Billy Sushi though. That's 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 my new spot. And I love I love sushi, and I've gotten to meet Billy, and he's a great guy. So yeah. All right, all right. Go to TV show or movie to watch. Oh man, um, The Office is always on, and then uh, we watch a lot of South Park as well. So you know, little funny cartoons. But like I said, we watch basketball at times. So honestly, it's usually just League Pass. To be honest with you. Right, right. All right. Netflix, HBO Max, or Hulu? Oh, man. I used to be a Netflix for sure, but now HBO Max. They got too many options. Too many options. I feel you. All right. Your role model. Who would you say is your role model? Oh, my dad. Yeah, my dad for sure. Um, Just the way he, um, you know, brought me up, brought me and my brother up. Um, And the way he always put us first before, you know, anything and everything. Um, Definitely uh, a father that I want to be when, uh, to my kids one day. Love that. I love that. Absolutely. Uh, quick last two here is favorite pregame meal or postgame meal. Uh, so we do, we do some pretty good meals. Um, I think my favorite pregame meal would be just some, some basic like chicken and potatoes and rice, just some give easy for games. I don't like to eat too much before games. Um, I feel kind like. of, yeah, but just get the right nutrition in. Uh, and then post game, I like to, I like to eat. So like whatever we got going, uh, we usually, we've done um, Tony's uh, Tony's diner has done some taco bars for us, which has been fire. Um, they have some salmon there that's been fire as well. So, uh, man, at, at that point, uh, you know, I play, I play my heart out. I, I'm hungry. So, so whatever we got, <laughs> but uh, I've been a big salmon guy lately. So let's go salmon. All right. And then favorite pregame music. 
you know what's interesting with the pregame music is we don't really get a whole lot of time um right. with the music because we're doing so much scout and the dj's kind of running it um but i i'll go mainstream i'll just go with some some little baby and uh uh young boy i guess that's kind of the that's kind of what we see in our locker room a lot get, get you hyped up <laughs> it for sure will do that this show is brought to you by our friends over at Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source when it comes to sports betting information, stats, news, analysis. They even have sports podcasts over there as well. And taking a look at the numbers for tomorrow's game or today's game, if you're listening to this show, we take on the Illinois Fighting Illini. The Gophers take them on at home at the barn. That line is currently in favor of the Fighting Illini by 10 points. But if you've been paying to go for paying attention to Gophers basketball, you've also seen they are trending in the right direction. So if you think the Gophers can get within 10 or even bring home the dub like they upset Ohio State recently, then now is the time to go over there and take that line before it shifts again. You can find all those props, odds, money lines, and more over at Bet Online where the game starts. All right, we're gonna wrap this whole thing up with. Four final questions, more tied to basketball and the program and whatnot, and to your teammates. And so sure. the first two will be, two or three will be a little bit lighter. And then the last one, I think Gophers fans will really find some curiosity in. But first, I'd say, who is the funniest guy in the locker room? That's so tough. Last year, it was Charlie Daniels. Um, Gopher fans, I remember Charlie, the kid's hilarious. Um, <laughs> but I think this year, I think this year, it's, I got to go Josh Ola-Joseph. Um you know, freshman, just goofy, um, you know, just is just a locker room guy that if anything's funny or anybody's laughing, he's he's definitely always a part of it. So I'll, I'll go Joshua Joseph on that one. All right. And then who would you say has the best off the court drip? So if you needed advice for your fashion or whatever, who would you go to on that? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> And they might hate they might hate me for this, but nobody. We got some horrible dressers. It, Jameson battles the worst too, so definitely, <laughs> def, definitely not. Jam- I mean, I guess. So you're saying they should come to you as well? They got to, really yeah. Saying. They, they got to come to me for sure. I mean, you see, you see the shoes in the background. I mean, you know, but no. I mean, I think. I mean, I don't know. Maybe Dawson Garcia. Maybe I'll give Dawson the slight edge there, but no, we're, our team's got no drip, bad drip. <laughs> All right, two final questions to close it off, more focused on the basketball side of things. Now, this past game, huge win against Ohio State, which was great to see. We also got a little taste of the coaching because we got the all-access game on FS1, which was an awesome experience for fans and media. But from a player's perspective, what is the culture like in the program and in the locker room under Coach Ben Johnson? Yeah, um, you know, I think we we – we preach a, a family atmosphere, you know, we preach a, a loving, uh, you know, care about each other atmosphere. Um, and I think, you know, go for fans that really dive into our program can, can see that, um, you know, I think uh, the all access did a good job of, of showcasing how much coach Johnson cares about, you know, us, you know, obviously on the court, but, but off the court as well. Um, he wants us to be winners in life, uh, not just winners on the court. So uh, we definitely preach that uh, in our locker room. Uh, and I think at the end of the day, um, 
you know, culture starts from the players, you know, a, a coach can, a coach can bring anything in and they can preach whatever they want to preach. But uh, if the players uh, aren't coming together as, as one unit and, and reaching, you know, and striving to reach that, you know, kind of culture and that goal, uh, it won't happen. So, um, and that starts with recruiting too. And coach Johnson um, recruited not only great basketball players, but, but class act guys with, with great characters. Um, so def we definitely preach that, you know, family atmosphere, um, and, you know, obviously you can see, uh, coach, coach doesn't, he doesn't, his mouth doesn't stop when, 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 <laughs> when we're on, when we're on the court, because, you know, he's, he's really wants us to get in the right positions and, uh, you know, get us to the right spots and, and he cares about us a lot. Uh, and that's definitely on and off the, the court. All right. Last one. And I think I have one written down of what I want to do for the last one, but I want to ask something completely different after you kind of okay. talked about that and listening to him constantly talking and letting you know where he wants you to be on the floor and whatnot. I know, and I had talked to coach Ben Johnson about this as we head into the season, but the fact that there's so many athletes that can flex between the one through four, or even one through five positions mm -hmm. that you guys are learning the roles and who does what in those certain positions on the floor constantly. And some know certain positions better than others, but what do you think that adds to this Gophers team being able to have so much fluidity on the court and athletes that can play between so many different positions? Yeah, no, fluidity is a great, great word to describe it. Um, you know, we also use versatility a lot, um, you know, guys that guys that can do different things. You know, you talk about a, a kid like Dustin Garcia who can stretch the floor, who can also finish inside, um, you know, a kid like Jamison Battle who can make, you know, pull out jumpers, but also is dead eye from three. Um, you know, just little things like that. I think we, you don't, you don't want, um, you know, single level talent, you know, you want multi-layer and multi-level talent. Um, and that helps out with the kind of offense we're putting in, you know, we, we run a, you know, a little bit more di difficult offense, uh, which can be tough for freshmen, you know, coming in and, and trying to learn, um, and we're slowly bridging that gap and we're slowly, um, you know, making that a thing where, where we're understanding and uh, we got guys that can play multiple positions. Um, you know, even a kid like, you know, Pharrell, who's obviously, a, you know, I've got back to the basket post, but we got him up top catching the ball, you know, off of the high post making plays up there, you know, so um, we definitely want to be a versatile team. Uh, and that makes it easier with scouting too. You know, if you're a single level team, you're easy to scout and, you know, you're, you're predictable uh, when you do a lot of things and your offense is moving, uh, it makes it harder to scout. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're slowly, uh, you know, inching along and we're getting better at it. And it's, it's, it's fun to watch and it's fun to see develop, uh, you know, in front of my eyes. And I know uh, in front of, you know, fans eyes as well. Absolutely. And you can see the progress happening at game to game, especially as we've hit, we've hit this new year. Mm -hmm. But I want to thank you so much, Parker, for taking the time to come on the show. And if you're listening to the podcast, definitely be sure to check out Parker's podcast, the Double Down podcast. But thanks again for coming. And I appreciate it big time. That is going to do it for us here on Locked On Golden Gophers. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a good one.